Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Creators of Windsor podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Sherdown, and today I'm sitting down with Tracy Martins from the YQG and Bloom podcast. Tracy, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's very interesting to uh, talk to another podcaster from the city. I've been wanting to do this, so they, I was really glad when you reached out to me. Yeah, like after we were both in, like obviously I've seen your podcast and been following yeah. you, but after we were both in the drive, I was like, I think this would be really cool to, you know. I did too. And I feel like our guests are very similar. We've so, had a couple of the same. We've shared some. You just did Roxana. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tylene. Tylene. And I just did day. Murad and you had him like a couple weeks before me. Actually, they were all on the same day. Oh, you just, uh, that makes yeah. sense because then you, yeah. So is that how you do yours? Do you like shoot a bunch at once and then? Actually, no, we were doing them either in a, our studio or on location if they had an actual, say, storefront or studio of their own. But we decided to try out Wolf and Rebel for a podcast pop-up and see how many wanted to come in. So the first time, um, we're just, in fact, putting out the last one of the very first podcast pop up I think today or tomorrow and then we have we had done about 11 that day and then we did five another day and it's just it's a lot of fun and we just tell them it's can be anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes however much you want yeah oh that's cool so the pod like the pop-up I really like that idea mm-hmm. I there was like a, a couple people I had on my list that I'm like I know they have a cool space and I was like that might be fun to go set up there one day but um even just setting up in your own space is so much so I'm just like oh, that must be so much work for you guys to go set up over there you got to give yourself a little bit of time to set up but once it's done it's set for the well it's just like here yeah and then it's just set for all day yeah that's cool when did you start the podcast it was a year in November. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Were you work? Were you guys? Did you have the idea for a long time? Actually, I didn't. And I'm used to being the photographer behind the camera. And with our studio, we were renting to people that wanted to do podcasts. And a few of them came through, and I'm like, "Well, I can do that." And at the time, I was really tired of everybody going. There's nothing to do in the city. We have nothing. And it's like, we have actually a lot, especially since the pandemic. Yeah. So I wanted to show people that there are a ton of things that can be done and viewed and seen and businesses that have grown since then. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, that's cool how you kind of came into it like backwards almost. <laughs> like you were just having people in and then you did your own thing. I've had the idea... Um, for like a little bit before I started it. And then I was just like, how much work is it going to be? And do I have like the time to do it? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Like, let's just do it and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, wing it. It's the best way to do it. And put no stress on myself. Like I put them out every two weeks, three weeks, a month. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's five weeks between an episode. And like, um, if this was like my main focus, I would definitely be, you know, like on a consistent schedule. Um, but it's not, and I'm just doing it for fun, and um, I think that the way I've been doing it has worked out the best so far. Oh, it's been great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we're at, I've been doing it for eight months now, so you're number 14. Um, oh, wow. Which is really cool, uh, and I think over this winter now that like we slow down, it's so funny that you and I have like the exact same 
like you do, but we both do photography <laughs> and do podcasts. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, I think that now it's like winter and like obviously work is starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. I might bank a lot of episodes. Honestly, and that was my big mistake when we first started and my husband who does all the background stuff, we would do a podcast and then he would edit it, put it out, do another one. And then we ended up getting sick or something and then we didn't have any for a few weeks. And it's like, okay, no, you always have to have at least two banked up. That way, if anything happens, you can just throw it out. And like, I'm lucky right now. I think we still have five or six. You got five or six banked right now. Wow, yeah, that's a lot. I, I at the beginning, I was having a lot banked, and then there was a point where I had like a couple too many banked. Yeah, and I then, did too. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, because you can't put like you don't want to you don't want to put out like three in two weeks and then not put any any for four weeks or something. So you well, have to be. That's the one thing I learned from doing the pop up is we were talking about time sensitive stuff and it's like okay if you're going to bank them up don't do anything time sensitive we can always promote it when we put out the podcast yeah that is something that i've uh, that i learned back then too <laughs> is like we're talking about things but then you bank it for like six weeks and um some of your content might not be relevant anymore so you got to figure out like kind of <laughs> you know i did <clears throat> so i've none banked right now mm-hmm. um so yours is the next one to come out um and it, the last one i put out like a week and a half ago. Um, but that one I did really fast because it was with Murad and it mm-hmm. was like the Christmas one. Yep. So I had to shoot it after my Christmas stuff was set up and then put it out before Christmas. So. He's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I loved having him on. We had a long chat. He might be like my longest or second longest guest. We talked for almost three hours out here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was very long. But Holy cow. We started yeah. drinking and it was a good time. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, so what do you prefer? Do you prefer to do them in your own place or in other places? Um, you know what? It, it's a mix of both because it is nice to go to different places, but I know on the technical side, it's harder for my husband doing the editing and with all the cameras and that. And we learned that from the first pop-up we did and it was the whole day and the sun kept coming and going and coming and going. But at least like in your own space, it's controlled environment. You know exactly where everything's going to be. So yeah, like little audio things, even like I know out here that like I have to shut the furnace off. Yes. So like I have to run the furnace like a little bit higher mm-hmm. so I can shut it off and be good for the two hours. And just like so many weird little things, eh? Oh, yeah. Like um, I, I have to shut the windows in my house because like if the dog barks, sometimes you can hear it out here <laughs> and just like the weirdest little things that you figure out. And then that's why I, I'm a little scared to do it somewhere else because like, yeah, like what if like the sun comes in a window or just like these, you know, unknowns? Well, luckily we have a, a stand now that has my logo on it. So we put that in front of the window for the last one. But when we just did the one at uh, Walkerville Brewery, we just asked them to turn down the music and just allowed the the background noise of the people talking because it actually adds a little bit of depth to it as well because it shows that there's people there and you can hear in the Wolf and Rebel ones the door opening, the little dingling yeah. in the door, so... I think those things are okay, though. Yeah. Right? Because, like, they're supposed to be there. You are filming on location. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool for sure. Um, when did you guys... Uh, actually, wait. No, before I ask that question, I want to ask this one. How do you... Uh, you do your podcast. You'll either sit on the same couch 
or you guys will do like the chairs in like a yeah. semicircle. Um, do you, how do you like that? I like my new yellow chairs. I'm kind of obsessed with them, but it's nice to have a round table as well. It's just, it, it's harder for my husband to try and make sure that the camera angles are good for everybody since mm -hmm. we do have the three cameras, but it is a lot of fun as well. You can, uh, you know, you get into some good conversations and it can go sideways real quickly. <laughs> I feel like with Murad, like me and him could have definitely done the couch. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it would have been cool because we were really like chilling on yeah. that one, you know, uh, and we've known each other for a long time. So it was just kind of whatever. But the second you start to change, everything changes. Like now I need a stand with like a boom arm on it and for the mics and just like everything starts to switch up. So, and that's what we learned is when we do it at uh, Wolf and Rebel, we move the, the couch away and then we have a little table behind that holds the boom with the microphones on it. Yeah, that's cool. I don't I, I, I'm sure I'll switch it up one day and kind of yeah. try some things. I, I would honestly love to do the podcast with like one camera there and, and switch as we talk. Mm -hmm. um, but with me being the only one here, I, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, I, could, oh, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> That's why it is nice to have somebody like working the cameras. Mm -hmm. um, but at this point, I don't have like oh. we don't make any money from this so yeah, I, don't, I can't pay somebody to do that you know then it would every episode would cost money and i don't want to ask somebody to come and sit here for two hours just to you know make sure the cameras are going good so i call it my zero dollar an hour plus benefits <laughs> job <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um how long have you and your husband been doing photography for i th think we figured it out a few weeks ago that it was about, it's been about seven years now. We started okay. um, in a little completely ignorant to how, <laughs> how big of a space you need. And we started in a little office on Chilver and we were in with uh, Windsorite.ca. Oh. And then we moved to Drillard where we had a larger location. We were near Michael DeFazio mm -hmm. And in fact, it's right next to where uh, Ford City Coney's are. We were in that building, and then we found this place on Eugenie that is a lot bigger. Okay. But we still tend to do, for the most part, on location. Oh, that's cool. Were you guys always into photography before you started the business? Like, were you? It's something that I always wanted to try, but. Me and my husband have only been together for 10 years, and I was a single mom, so I just never had the chance to do it. So when we had, I had the idea to, I wanted to do it, and he actually used to do wedding videos. Okay. So we were going to do that, and it never panned out. And I said, well, why don't we do, you know, photography on the offside? So we ended up starting with headshots and moving to events and weddings and yeah. everything in between. It just kind of starts the yeah. snowball and yeah. you start to learn more things. That's cool. What, um, what did you do? Like, was your husband, was that always his career wedding videos or no, he does software and he, he works on the computer, but like I said, years ago, he did wedding videos with a friend of his who was the photographer. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That's he, cool. Yeah, he's a he's a technical guy, so he taught me a lot and we did try to go to St. Clair and I think that lasted like 
three classes and then they went on strike. So we just kind of figured it out on our own. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, so that was, <laughs> yeah, that would have been like 20 when they went on strike was like 2818. Yeah. 2017, 2017. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was fall 20. That was, so what were you, were you doing like the continuing education classes there? Yeah. We were doing the night school classes downtown and it was great. We had a great teacher. And then when that happened, we ended up finding creative live online and they have a lot of different uh, professional photographers and they have their classes, their master classes. So yeah. we learned a lot about the photography and working manual and that's super cool who do you remember who was teaching the one downtown when you were taking it oh gosh i forget her name i know it wasn't ted it i forget her name and the funny thing is is i've known her for years because my mom used to work at the college yeah can't think of her name that's okay. i was just curious um yeah no that's interesting um how everybody gets into it because it's not really like photography is not like a clean cut thing like everybody kind of gets into it i feel like a lot of time people do it because they love it mm -hmm. and then they just slowly start making like a little bit of money a little bit more a little bit more yeah and then they're like like that was like for me like somebody told me one time they're like you have a business and i was like i don't have a business uh this was like when i was in college still mm -hmm. but i was doing photography just because i loved it and they're like yeah you do have a business you make money from i was like i'm just a photographer and then i was like but I do have a business. And then I started to like get into that mindset a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I should try to grow it as like a business, not just like, I'll take your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like 10 years ago now. And it's crazy how things kind of grow from there. Yeah. Um, so what, what's your favorite thing? Like, what do you guys like shooting the most? Honestly, it, I love doing sports photography. Mm -hmm. We, I actually really enjoyed that. We, uh, photographed a lot for Windsor CrossFit and that's a lot of fun to you just catch those moments and the looks on their face when they're right in right in the middle of doing their workouts that's a lot of fun um and I really enjoy events because we just do more of the candid we if you have to do some post photography that's you know you will get that done over with and I just like watching people from afar and then i'll just catch capture the moments for them yeah i i would probably say that um i think weddings is my favorite mm -hmm. they're definitely the most intense the most stressful the most <sighs> work the most everything yes um but they're probably my favorite but i like events because it's kind of just like a really laid back um no stressed wedding mm-hmm Really, yeah, exactly. Because you don't have to like be on like a you, that. Your timeline isn't so tight and condensed, and you're not like shooting some candids and event stuff like you are at a wedding. Mm -hmm. But then you have to like get back to the bride and groom and do this and that. So it is fun to do events too. Well, I'm lucky that there's the two of us, me and my husband. So we have obviously two shooters for mm -hmm. the wedding, but it helps that I'm a little bit older, so I deal with the brides, and so they kind of look to me as mom a little bit. So I'll talk to them and I'll say, okay. What does your mom want? What does his mom want? And let's get those pictures out of the way, get them done, just make everybody happy, and then we can have fun. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I never thought of that. And I'm like, seriously, it's your day, but you do have to give them a little extra because they are probably paying for it. So. <laughs> for, for, for me, for what I do is like, unless they give me a list, mm -hmm. um, which I feel like most of them just like put their trust in me and I just, they're just like, do your thing. Mm -hmm. So I have my 
general list that I kind of go into every wedding with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously that list can go out the window if needed. Uh, cause like everything's so different, but yeah, I kind of go in. I, I, when I have second, sh- cause I have second shooters a lot too. Um, and I always do the bride though. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can't, I try to do both. Um, but sometimes like time wise or location wise doesn't work. Like if the grooms in Windsor and we're in Kingsville, I can only do one and I always do the bride cause it, I, it's, it is so much more mm-hmm. than the oh. groom in the morning. <laughs> and the groom's so easy. Like, they get dressed like that. Oh, yeah. And the bride, it's like, even just to get the dress on takes like half an hour. And uh, then the makeup and the hair. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's just kind of, you know, hanging out. So sometimes what I like to do when I have two shooters is um, I'll do the bride and then I'll try to get to the groom just for like a few, even just like a few minutes if I can, mm-hmm. just to like, bang out like a couple of my own that I yeah but I always just give my second shooter the the list of what I need or whatever yeah but you start to work with the same people and then they know exactly what you want well and that's the thing is my husband he usually gets the long lens and I'm the one in there up at the altar with a husband <laughs> watching everybody coming up and I get those pictures so it's nice we we have a really good ebb and flow and we're always conscious of where each other is. So it's nice to work with the same person for me anyway. For sure. Like my main, the person I shoot with the most for weddings mm-hmm. is um, John Chan. If you know, oh, who okay. that is. Yeah. Yeah, if you know John. So John primarily, like he does photography, but for weddings, he primarily always did video. Um, his company's perfect shutter. Mm-hmm. So it's great because I love second shooting video and he loves second shooting photo. And I don't really second shoot photo and he doesn't really second shoot video. Um, so it's funny cause like I'll help him and then he helps me and then we're just kind of always going back and forth and like helping each other. And That's it, nice. it is nice to work with the same person, especially when like last weekend they led and then this weekend you lead and it's kind of just like, nobody's really leading I- anymore. That's the one, and it's such a nice ebb and flow, and you just kind of know out of the corner of your eye at this point during the wedding, they're going to be in the spot, or they're going to be in that, or I better get out of the way. And Yeah, especially John was probably doing it for probably close to 10 years before I started, mm-hmm. um, maybe even like eight. So like when I was coming up, like I would second shoot a lot for him while I, you know, wasn't as busy when I was, when I was younger and I learned a lot from him. And then like having him shoot for me is like, um, I have other people shoot for me who are professionals and I trust them too. But having like that person, like, you know, exactly like where they're going to be. Yeah. And it is really nice to be able to just like 100%, um, you already know what you're going to get back from them. And that's really good. <laughs> Easy. And then I'm usually the one stuck because we're both click happy and you get, you always got to take at least three pictures of each person. And so I'll go through them and there's like thousands of pictures for a wedding. And my husband's like, I can't believe you go through them that quickly. And it's like, yeah, I'll pound out and get rid of like 900 in an hour. Yeah. I'm a fast color now too. Yeah, Yeah. I like doing that. And then I'll always leave a few. It's like, okay, they're the same picture, but I can't decide which one's better. So you figure it out since you're going to edit it. And then he'll go through and finish it. Usually what I do is like on the initial call, I just, yeah, I fly through. Obviously there's like the bad ones you delete. And then all those maybes just keep on Mm -hmm. my call. And then say I'll call like 3000 photos down to like 1200 or 1400 or 1500, whatever it is. And then I'll start editing. And then once you're editing, you're spending more time with each image. 
and then you delete those other and that's what i let him do is like ugh. and i feel like when you're just going through and you're not editing you're just looking you'll be like hmm, i don't know but once you're editing you're like oh yeah it's definitely this one mm-hmm. and i feel like it's just so much quicker i don't know but you have to do it in those two steps because oh, yeah. that first call you're sitting there it's like all of a sudden my eyes are dry <laughs> and i'm like everything looks the same now <laughs> and I, I never do <coughs> excuse me um i never do like one session i always like i'm working through the day like i'll be like okay like we'll start the morning i'll call for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then maybe i'll call for another half an hour in the afternoon and then the next day i'll call for another half an hour and in the between i'm doing shoots and editing other shoots and doing business stuff and instead of just like oh that would just be so i feel like i wouldn't do a good job if i was like you got to do four hours straight of the same wedding it's like uh. i i actually i'll get into it in I have OCD, so I'm the type that it's like, okay, I'll just do a few more. I'll just do a few more. <laughs> and then it ends up like two hours later. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize it had gone that far. But I love when that happens, though, when it's yeah. like, oh, it, like it never got like dreary. And it's been like two hours. And yeah. it's like, oh, I just finished in like one shot or whatever. That's nice, too. <laughs> it is. You know, it's a good it was a good uh, event and a good session if you don't want to stop. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. 100%. So um, were you when you did, did they reach out to you for the drive? Yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised when uh, Jen messaged me. I'm like, really? <laughs> I started having that imposter syndrome. <laughs> I was like, why me? <laughs> no, that's really cool. Yeah, they yeah. they let me know. I forget who let me know because I do a lot of their photos, too. Mm-hmm. So when a, somebody called me and they're like, we're going to put you in this one. Oh. I was like, like, I'm going to be in it. <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> I know. Because the, the one we're in, it's funny. I actually have a lot of photos in that one, too, um, which is nice to have like a minute. But like also my a lot of my pictures are oh, that, in there, too. That's funny. And I've ended up doing the la- a few events for WeTech mm-hmm. for, for Jen's other. Yep. Other jobs. So. Yeah, she's great to work with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's it's funny with the drive. So um, I didn't know much about them. And mm-hmm. in 2018, um, I got a call from one of their editors, Sabine, who's still there. Okay. And she was like, hey, I love your stuff. She's like, I work for the drive. Like, do you want to, like, can I interview you and we'll feature you in it? Um, I was working on my first book at the time and they featured me. And then she's like, so, and then as that was happening, she learned that I also have like the business side. And she's like, oh, do you want to start shooting? And then pretty much ever since then, I've been shooting for them, and it's been great. Now, how do you like shooting for weddings or for the magazine? I like it. Yeah. They're the best to shoot for because they kind of just are like, they're all about creativity. (coughs) They don't give you, you're you're just like, make it cool. Um, I do a lot of the um, stuff for them. It's pretty much most of their ads. like, But they don't run their ads like ads. They run their ads like stories. Which is nice. It is nice. Yeah, you can't tell which is an ad and which is... Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um, I'll get there and I'll be like, is this an ad or a story? Because like, they're still doing an interview of them and everything. Um, but it's kind of cool to just... like Sometimes they'll give me some direction because like it is an ad. Like, mm-hmm. They might want this specific thing. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just kind of like, you know, do your thing. And it's fun shoots and yeah. It's nice to have the... You know, the them allow you the creativity to just go and do your thing and that they trust you. 
Yeah, every client that, um, with every like artist or creative person, like if you just let them do whatever they were going to do, it's probably going to be the, the one that you work. want. Yeah. Like, I always say like the more restrictions you put, like the, the, like, like the quality or what you're going to get is going to start to go down more. Mm-hmm. Cause if you let the creative person just do whatever they want, they're going to do the best. Yep. Right. I, I always try to do that. Like when I'm getting tattoos, <laughs> try to not give like too much direction. Like I want this and then, you know, do your thing. Exactly. Cause if you're too picky, then I know for my work that like, it might start <laughs> to not be as good. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, um, <clears throat> who, who are some people you have coming up? Do you do have people lined up right now? I'm in talks with a few people, but I'm just trying to sort out which ones. Like, I I know I'm definitely going to be doing one with Coco, the drag queen. And we're just trying to sort out right now where we're going to do it. And I have a few others that I've been talking to, but we were just waiting for the new year. And I didn't want to get too far ahead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a weird week. This is like the week that doesn't exist. It is. <laughs> <laughs> For like, obviously they don't know when we're shooting. Like we're shooting this on December 29th. So this is like a really weird day. Nobody. Hey, this is the week that everybody has forgot what day it is. Yeah. And it's really weird because I was going to, I was talking to Jake and I was going to say, well, why don't we meet tomorrow on Friday? And then I'm looking going, oh yeah, today's Friday. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, what day is it? Is it a weekday? Is it a weekend? It messed us up that the <laughs> Christmas Eve was a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Because Christmas felt like a Sunday. Yeah. But it was a Monday and everybody kept thinking it was Sunday. And then whatever day Christmas is, that's what day New Year's Day is. And mm-hmm. and now New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. So everybody's going to party on a Sunday, which makes next week weird because like nobody's going to do anything on the Monday because it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. And then the second you're going to feel kind of like, I don't want to go back to work yet. <laughs> and then Wednesday you're going to be working, but then you only got three <laughs> days and everybody's going to be behind. <sighs> oh, I know. That's why I told everybody just New Year, the New Year. We're just taking this time to, it's just too much <laughs> do you have a lot of people reach out and ask to be on you know what i'm starting to okay i'm starting to and i've been i've been trying to do each one of them but uh, i've had a few recently that all reached out at the same time so those are probably the ones that i'll be doing in the new year yep so i'm going to talk to uh I, I want to find a find a different location to try out and okay. see. That's cool. Maybe I'll come here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. I might be down for that if you shoot one here in mm. my spot. That'd be actually really interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like that idea. Um, y- yeah, like, see, I always feel, so you know what's funny is when I first launched it, mm. I had a lot of people ask to be on. And then um, I get like, you know, the message every here, every now and then. Mm. Um, and I always feel bad. And I don't want people to feel like I'm like brushing them off. But like, it's been eight months. I've only done 14. Yeah. You know how big my list is? Like, I probably have 200 people on the list. Um, if I do 20 a year, it's going to take 20 years to get through everybody. Like, it's it's a lot. So, and then things come up. Like, for example, like, I had you on my list. Mm-hmm. But... You weren't at the top, but then after the drive article came out, I was like, okay, hey, now yep. we got to put, you know, this is the time to do it. So, and yeah, 
<laughs> oh, I know. And the funny thing was, is you had reached out to me and I had been thinking, you know, I'd love to sit down and chat with another podcaster because I really don't know too, too many that do the same kind of genre that I do. Like I, I know the podcasters that did the, the breweries and they've done different things and I like dealing with Windsor businesses. So yeah, me and you almost, and people, we probably have like the exact same amount of like the same type of guests mm -hmm. right yeah but who cares because no, it well yeah we're, i'm 53 you're, you're obviously younger than me and we all have our different approaches and different styles and you're going to get so much difference between each interview like yeah. my interview with roxana is completely different than yours and i i love it i love mm -hmm. that there's somebody similar it just brings more <coughs> attention to both of us mm -hmm. and to the people and to the people mm -hmm. um i also like that we've had a few of the same guests because like it's just like people can watch them on two different platforms now and like really see the difference and i yeah. think it's really cool yeah. oh for sure because i mean also there's a lot of times that i know people will be on a podcast or and then they'll think oh i wish i would have said that well then they get the chance on the next ones <laughs> <laughs> we should make sure we 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 have yeah, we take turns like yeah like i had tyleen first but you had murat first it's perfect because then they're more comfortable with the second one <laughs> we, we can take turns like that it's so true <laughs> i love tyleen oh my gosh yeah, she was, um, I forget how I got her on. I think she followed the podcast mm -hmm. and she just sent a message and I was checking out her stuff and I was like, oh, that's, that would fit right now because mm -hmm. she was one of my first guests and I really wanted to like show diversity, um, with like the, with what they did. Yeah. And that was a lot different than like a musician and whatever. So I was like, that was cool at the start. Um, yeah. I think I started mine. We're mostly friends. Like okay. I, I have a lot of small business friends because I do a lot of uh, crafting in that. So that's why Diane, the hook pusher, she was my very first one because <laughs> she's my my yarn hookup. And then I know Megan, uh, Iris and Marnie because she used to work with Diane. And so it was a lot of small businesses that I either already knew the people or I was um, I would go to their stores so that's how i chose the the very beginning it's like okay i really want to talk to you i want to know you i want to be your best friend because i love your product so yeah for me i i did the same thing so i had sebastian apt from hut he's the lead singer of the band hutch mm -hmm. but we've been friends for a long time but he's also in like one of the city's more popular bands so i was like you know what? it'd be perfect to have him on for the first one um He's used to talking in front of people. He's the lead singer, um, so he will, he'll be comfy. He's been interviewed before. We've been friends for a while. I was like, I think this would be good for the first one, yeah. especially because the podcast didn't exist yet. So like, I had to be like, dude, I'm, I'm starting this podcast. Come on. Mm. And actually, my first three guests all had to have trust in me. Um, I had Christina Bratt on second, if I'm not mistaken, and I had Roxana on yeah. third. And like when I reached out to Roxana, I was like, I don't know her. I know Christina mm -hmm. um, and Sebastian, but I didn't know her at all. And I was like, hey, I started this podcast. You want to come on it? And like I couldn't show her anything because like nothing was <laughs> out yet. And she just trusted me and was like, okay, sure. And then, yeah. you know, then it worked out. <laughs> I know that it it helps so much to have friends. And it was the same thing with uh, me and Diane. And it was like, I was so nervous because 
we're used to being behind the cameras, not mm -hmm. in front of it. And I'm like, what did I get myself into? So <laughs> there was wine in our coffee cups <laughs> and it was, it was just a conversation. And that's when I learned. And that was, that was actually the best learn because I had a script written out for it. And I kept screwing it up and I kept screwing it up. And thank God my husband's so good at editing. And I'm like, I can't, I'm not an actor. I'm not a news person. So forget the scripts. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think, yeah, like I said, I just have like a couple questions that I can glance at. But yeah, the scripts are, um, are yeah, they're, they're hard to follow in an interview. <laughs> well, and you don't want to be in an interview and then go, oh, hold on a minute. I lost my place. <laughs> exactly. I um I took journalism at St. Clair mm -hmm. about 10 years ago. Eight year I finished 8 years ago. And um that helped with this for sure because I've done interviews. I've mm -hmm. been on TV and I've it's been a long time. It's been 8 years like I know, but I did remember a bunch of little tips like that. Yeah. <clears throat> like having a list like you don't even write out full questions. You just put a word. Yep. And then you can go off the word. Um and it's best to just kind of flow like that, I guess. Do you try to do you try to curate your guests? Like, for example, like if you're gonna have like a person who does one thing, do you try to make like the next guest similar or completely different, or does it not really? Matter? You know what? I haven't even really thought too too much about that. It's just I I try different different things, and I know for a while I kind of stuck with the same genre of small businesses, and I'm kind of starting to branch out. Like when um, Walkerville Brewery reached out to us all for the Christmas baskets, like, okay, you know what? I don't feel right taking this. Let's do a podcast. And then it's like, okay, now I'm starting to go to different things, and now I'm here, and I think 2024 is the year to branch out. Okay. And to try different people and different businesses, different avenues. and Yeah, now that you have like a name established and... It's getting there. Yeah, and yeah. people know you. You guys have a lot of followers on Instagram. I have your Instagram pulled up. Yeah, you guys are like, you guys have like a thousand more than I do. Um, hey, that's taken, a whole, <laughs> that's taken a long time. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but I don't judge anything based no. on followers. No. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> it doesn't. Because I know photographers that... <clears throat> have like a hundred thousand followers but like they don't even do their thing full-time mm -hmm. like they're still working at that i know people with a thousand followers have been doing it full-time for 20 well, years and i mean look at you on youtube i have more followers than you but you have more views so it it i don't even follow what the followers are i would rather just make sure that everybody likes the content and is happy with it and there's no negativity I find for most of the views anyway, like they come from the people's mm -hmm. friends and family fans. And I always try to get my guests to like, you share it, you know, because yes. you, and I know they feel like they don't want to like push themselves in their interview, but like your parents and your siblings and your friends, like they want to watch it. Mm -hmm. um, the general fans of the podcast that watch every episode are going to watch it, but there's not a lot of those. And it's your friends and family mm -hmm. that watch these things, you know, like my last two guests ago, I had Leanne on mm -hmm. and she shared the shit out of it. And she's like number two on views on YouTube now. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that, that's the thing is I, I did have a couple that shared it a lot, but most of them, they'll just share it when I share it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> 
you, you, you got to do it a few more times. I almost want to put it in there. You have to share it at least twice in order to do it. But I know that Monero's, they shared it like crazy. So I have so many views from from their home country and here. And then I was just looking on RSS because I do the, yep. the, the RSS too. And I'm, it's like, I think I got like 11 or 12 countries that actually listen to it. Belgium for some reason and China. Really? <laughs> I watch the episodes. I forget my, I have a, I have a couple unique, um, I actually want to pull it up now. I don't know because I don't. This isn't my main computer. It's Spotify for because I do everything. So um, I used to when I first started, I was going to use like Podbean or something. Mm -hmm. And then once I got going, I realized that you can just post through Spotify and it'll RSS it to all the other ones right through them. So that's what I do. Um, and when I started mine, uh, Spotify was still through RSS, so I did RSS. So now I still have that, and I have the Spotify and the YouTube. But I like how it just kind of sends it everywhere. What's what's your what do you what do you think is like your main platform? Uh, you know what I I just want people it, this uh, small businesses. I prefer to do the small businesses that they need the shout out. They they appreciate the shout out. They. People need to find them. They can't afford a ton of advertising. And that's why I haven't charged anything because mm -hmm. they can't afford it and they're kind of the forgotten people. But I also want to start branching out into people that do really nice special things in our area and try and branch out um, so that people outside of the YQG area will listen to the podcast and maybe think, okay, I'll go there for a vacation or a staycation if they're from somewhere else in Ontario. Yeah, that's that's cool too. Um, it's funny because, yeah, I'm having you on here, but um, David Haas, do you know him? He owns, he has a podcast too. I think it's called the David Haas Podcast. Oh, yes. Okay, I thought it sounded familiar, but I wasn't under present. Is that what it is? Podcast. I want to know exactly what it's called while we're on here. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just what the podcast is called. Anyway, he's from here too, and he owns the um, Long, Long, whatever Kaboto Park used to be, Long Vita Longoria Retreat. Uh, he's got like the little domes that you can rent and stay oh, out okay. there. Yes, yes. Um, so anyway, he has the podcast, and then he, um, I'm gonna be on there. He asked me to be on. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, which will be interesting. But his is a little bit. Um, his is a little bit different than just like featuring people kind of like we do. So I'm curious to uh, to see how that goes. Yeah, I think I've only listened to one or two, but I definitely um, want to branch out and find, because I know now there are more podcasts in the Windsor-Essex County area. There wasn't a ton when I started. I know there was like one or two other ones that did the same thing. That's why I figured, okay, small business, it'll be a good area to go into. Because, But now we have more, which is great. Yeah, I don't, I don't we, mind. No, no. <laughs> and like I said, it, it just puts a spotlight more on our area and hopefully brings in 
revenue to the businesses and to the area to the YKG area. Yeah, like for me, like when I think like having you on here, like you're gonna share this and your followers are gonna see me, vice versa. Like I think it's just good for everybody. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And we'll have to get you on ours and <laughs> Yeah. Again, I like <clears throat> you just saying that makes it it's so weird how nervous you get to go on other people's <laughs> compared to like doing your own, you know? It's uh, it's funny how, how it goes like that sometimes. And unfortunately, it was 11 a.m., so it was too early to have a beverage <laughs> to calm down. <laughs> yeah, what time of day do you usually shoot yours? Um, it just depends if it's because my husband has the, the day job. So if it's during the week, it's after 5, and if it's on the weekend, it can be any time. Okay, interesting. So it's nice to do it after 5 when you can have a beer or a glass of wine or something yeah for sure i would say i do i do mine like when the work day is done but before the work day is done so i'll shoot a lot of like three three thirty four oh that's a good time um or sometimes if it's gonna be somebody like um like with dan mcdonald like he's a friend of mine we were gonna have a couple beers and hang out so i was like okay we'll do it at like seven at night yeah um but yeah i don't know i guess it's always kind of different that was a really good interview that was fun What's the most amount of people you've had on at one time? Was it three? Yeah, we only have the four mics, so. Okay. And actually, that the women's health one, I've done um, women's, I, the first one was, it was for January, and it was about having intentions instead of resolutions. And then I had them back on in September, and it was about women's health and sexuality, and I'm actually surprised at the amount of people that had the feedback that we had, and a lot of them were from men. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's, I, I would love to have <clears throat> more than one person on at once. Mm. Um, but again, like my whole setup would have to change. So, you know what? I, I think I could do three. Mm-hmm. We'll ditch the TV, and I can put the third person here. Why not? And that I might try that. Because there's like a few groups of people or that I like it'd be better if there was both of them on um but we'll see I'll I think that'd change. be fun yeah because then yeah then I think the conversation would be totally different okay now I might do that I think yeah. you should yeah okay I will yeah <laughs> I would just need I just need another stand mic headphones and then we're good to go oh yeah yeah that yeah be, be yeah and I mean the camera I I know that's the only tricky part. That's the only thing is you're going to be looking at that person, that person too. I know. That's the problem with only one, but I can't manage two by myself. So it's just like. Well, I know when we did have the one, we just had the table and we all kind of sat together. And I mean, it looks a little static, but just moving your table around and. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, if we, or maybe we could do like the couch or the couch in a chair. It's so like two on the couch and one on a chair and an angle. Mm-hmm. That could work too. And then get lav mics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Fancy. Yeah. And you can drop another $300 <laughs> on three lav mics. <laughs> hey, it's a new year. Yeah. <laughs> what's, um, what's the hot butter trivia that you do? Hot butter trivia. That's my husband's. Okay. And that one we had talked about. It's him and his business partner that do it. His business partner is a graphic designer. But my husband does a lot of, um, he does a lot of the motion work. The, so you give him the graphics and he'll figure it out. And they, we had talked about it years ago 
about doing different trivia things. And then the Christmas one came out. Uh, they started thinking about doing it. And they just put it on YouTube. And it was actually a lot of fun. It took them a while to do that. And you can't punch your answers in because it's in, on YouTube. So it's like you're watching it. And we we just found that a lot of people are like screaming their answers out. And it's just one of those fun things. So they're going to do more because... It actually, it took off. So now the next one I think they're going to do is time travel. Oh, okay. So it, it's fun, you know, like guess the person, um, which uh, his partner did um, probably, oh gosh, what would you call it? The the pictures for each uh, and the names of the movies. And then you'd have to guess which one was right, which one was a fake one or real it, they had a bunch of different games, and I like it. Yeah, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. It's nice to try to, like, incorporate different things. Like, you guys do a lot of, um, like, reels and sharing the videos and stuff, which I want to start doing more of, but so much time. Oh, well, I don't do a lot of it. Jake made in YQG, he's the real guy, and I just share most of his stuff because he's with me a lot of the time uh. for the different things. He tries to get me to figure out the reels, and it's like, I'm just not <laughs> that type of person. I'll either take a picture, or I just want to be in the moment. I want to give him uh, props and a shout-out, because he shares and likes and comments on, like, every episode we put out, yeah. and just, like, everything. He's yeah. all over there. And I don't even know if I... What's his last name? It's so funny, because you see people on, on Instagram, but you don't even know. Like, I don't even <laughs> think we've ever met. I don't even like, think great. his name's on... Uh, his last name's on social media. I don't think so. But uh, we'll shout out to Made in YQG because yeah, yeah. he's like the biggest fan. Oh, like, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, no, he he's in fact he's always doing reels, always doing reels, taking pictures, and they're usually bad ones of me. <laughs> <laughs> so today, actually, he was saying that he is sitting at home going through all of his reels, trying to figure out to make a reel of 2023. And I said, yeah, good luck with that one. <sighs> reels. Yeah. Reels. There's so much, so much work. And so my reels are usually just a bunch of pictures put together. Those are nice too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are definitely a lot easier to do like the slideshows and the things <laughs> like that. Because when you're, like, doing the video, like, you spend, like, when you do a nice reel, you spend a lot of time and hours into it. And when you post it and it doesn't get any, you're like, what did I just do? Because that yeah. thing is, like, useless now. Like, I'd rather put the time into, like, working on a photo or, mm -hmm. or like, a podcast that's going to, like, you know, like, live. Like, that reel doesn't live on, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just to, like, get people to see it. To see it, yeah. But, like, these interviews do. And, like, a photograph, like, a, that lives on. You frame it you put it on a wall it's like printed and yeah. it's real it's tangible and um i don't know I, I don't like working a lot on something that's just i have a love hate with with both reels and photography to a certain extent like i had my camera we had just started photography and my husband had to go to work and we stayed in long island for almost nine days and i was out there sightseeing and I had my camera and I left it in the car and it's like I want to see this I want to see the ocean I don't want to see it through my camera I brought it out later but the first couple days it's like no it's staying at home I want to actually enjoy myself yeah that is hard to at the <laughs> beginning like you said at the beginning yeah. it's hard to like have that balance mm -hmm. um 
But you you figure it out, but then you never really figure it out because yeah, I always feel bad if there's like something cool and, and then I you don't miss it. Have it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't shoot very much. Um, like personally, like for my personal stuff in the city that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I really only shoot when I'm traveling, and I just kind of shoot like crazy. So at home, I usually never have a camera with me unless I'm working. Yeah, same here. Um, and I don't know. It's weird. It always changes, though. Like, I used to go to a lot of shows, like, for bands locally, and mm-hmm. I would always bring my camera and shoot, and if I didn't, I'd feel so bad. And now when I go to shows, I I don't go to as many as I used to, um, but I never really shoot them anymore. And sometimes I'm there, and I'm like, oh, like I wish I had it, because, like, something's cool is happening now or whatever. And I, I don't know. That'll probably never go away. <laughs> It's, it's, you'll bring your camera to somewhere five times and you won't use it. And then one time you don't, you'll wish you had it. That's why I always get the newest iPhone with the biggest camera and all that. And it's like, if I don't have my camera with me, I at least have this and I have a picture. That's what's nice about the phones. It's like, mm-hmm. they're just so good now. You can totally shoot. Cause like photography isn't the gear. It's, it's the image. So like you can totally shoot with your phone mm-hmm. and edit and Polaroid just put out this thing where um, you put your you take a picture on your phone and then you put your phone on it and it prints out a Polaroid. Oh, now I need that. Like six on like six hundred <laughs> film Polaroid. What's it called? I forget what it's called. I think it's like two hundred bucks. Did they have it at Henry's? Oh, I'm going there. I, I honestly because I'm like wow, this changes everything about Polaroid because on your phones capture dynamic range. Mm-hmm. Um, like better than even film does like you can see the sunset you can see your face all in the same picture and mm-hmm. cameras don't do that um and polaroids definitely didn't do that but now that you can do that on your phone and then print it as a polaroid i don't have one yet but i need to buy it oh yeah for <laughs> sure and it, i mean they keep changing each year like i have the 15 pro max and then they have the or. 14, whatever. The newest one, I didn't get it. Jake has it, and I'm totally jealous. We actually did a video on the difference and how how good it is. Just from the 14 to the... I heard the 15 was yeah. like a big step. It is. It, it's a huge step, and I mean, it's still not printable per se, you know, but for online, it's amazing. Yes, definitely for online, it's amazing. I always say phones, you can do up to about 8 by 10 Mm-hmm. print if it was in nice light like outside yeah, yeah and anything more than that you can they look weird <laughs> right they have like it's this there's little banding pixels and yeah um is there anything that you wanted to like specifically um talk about or ask or anything uh, <laughs> not to put you on the spot what is your next move for 2024 with the podcast yeah um, I don't think I have any like big plans. No. no, just keeping it going. Yeah, I think it's fun. I like it where it is. I would like to start um getting like highlights from the things and putting out like short reels on Instagram. Um, that is actually that is my thing that I Jake keeps bugging me to do is go through your old stuff and put out the reels mm-hmm. because I am finding even just recently having the people saying hey watch i'm going to be on the next episode actually gets more watches than sometimes the podcast so i want to there's certain clips because not everybody watches or listens to the entire episode and 
once you're into the episode, that's usually when the fun stuff happens is near the end. So I think I'm going to, I think reels for those would be good. Yeah. And I think my plan is because it's on one camera, I'm just going to like, when you're talking, I'll cut it Mm -hmm. vertical and just go back and forth and just show like 30 seconds to a minute of like highlights from a few. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess I really haven't had the time to sit there and do it. I know. You got to scrub through these old conversations until you find a good spot. And then you got to edit it up. And you probably got to like maybe add some music and you got to do this. And then you got to post it. And it's like, oh, my God. (laughs) And then it's tiring just thinking about it. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, if like that's always on my list. Mm -hmm. Um, It is always on my like podcast to do list. Like cut some down and put out a few. Um, That's the thing is like I can't just do one and then never do it again. So I got to do like five at once just so yeah, I have some. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if I'm looking to grow or switch things up or whatever, then that is definitely next on my list. What about you? That's the same thing. Yeah. I, honestly, I've been saying or I've been bugged about doing that for a while. So I just kept saying that in the new year, in the new year, because I did a few uh, markets this year on top of the podcast pop ups and the podcasts and are on. Um, the studio work there and then just closing down the physical studio, Clear Rock Studio, but keeping our business open. And we've been doing a lot of events. So it's just been crazy. So this week, other than today, I've been sitting and relaxing nice. and just enjoying Good it. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. I needed to. <laughs> I think with the new year, actually, like in the winter, I want to, I want to shoot, I want to put these out a little more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming out of like summer and fall is like the busiest season uh, for work. So I think now that things are going to start to maybe slow down a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe just like get a bunch done. Yeah. You know, because that's that's what it's all about. I just like talking to people. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Learning new things. And there, there's so much that I never would have known about different random industries if I didn't get to sit with the people and talk to them. Yeah. You learn so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember listening on Joe Rogan's podcast one time, and he says, like, after doing 3,000 episodes with, like, leaders in every industry, because he talks to, like, the biggest of everything, mm. he's like, I have so much, like, minimal knowledge about everything now. <laughs> he's like, just, like, a small amount, but about so many different subjects from talking to all these people. And it's true, yeah. It is. And, and then it... You know, on those off days where you're sitting around, it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to look into this. And now, and you just kind of widen your horizons. And me being a crafter and talking to these people, it's like, okay, now I want to do pottery. And now I want to do earrings. And I want to try everything. So That's I got to stop problem. myself. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I'm the same as you. Like, every time I see something, I have to do it. And mm-hmm. sometimes I tell myself, like, you got enough to do. Just go do that instead. <laughs> go, oh. to go do photos or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I um, During the pandemic, before I started this, and with the photography, the studios being shut down and everything, I did a thing for two seasons in the spring called Tracy's Garden. And I planted, because I used to do um, horticulture for a few years, and... What I did was my husband made me an entire grow up in our basement with all the lights and everything. And I'd grow from seed vegetables and herbs. And then I would deliver them in the South Windsor area to people's doorsteps. I did it the first year and 
it actually was a surprising hit. And then I did it the second year and I doubled my amount. And then it turned into like this huge thing that kind of exploded out of, it was crazy. And so the last year I didn't, or 2023 this year, I did not do it. I'm like, I'm concentrating on the podcast. I need a break, but I think I'm going to bring that back this year because it's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I always find like people that are doing like one thing creative always have like a million other things that they like to do too. <laughs> always. And then, yeah, doing the markets for my knitting and crocheting and it's just, it's not stop. I know. I did, I used to do a lot of markets when I was growing my business back mm-hmm. in like 16, 17, 18. Um, and then in 2019, I stopped. Then there was COVID. Um, and then this year I did quite a few again. Oh my God, it's so much, so much work. But I, I had a great time at a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really only did like a few of the big ones. Um, but this was my first year doing art in the park. And that was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Did I see? Oh, it was at art in the park. I thought it was art by the river, but it was art in the park that I saw you there. Okay. Yeah. Cause I actually helped one of my uh, friends do her booth the one day and then me and jake came the second day just to actually look at everything i didn't even art in the park was so insane i didn't even walk around once no and i was there obviously the whole time Mm -hmm. it was it was crazy it was so beautiful and it never is for art in the park and it's really like no COVID anymore there and oh my like it was so busy that people told me that they couldn't walk across the sidewalk to get to my booth when they walked by that so many people there were. And it was so hot that Saturday. The first day, it was like, oh, my God. Thank God I didn't have to work at the second day because... There was ambulance. Uh, there was paramedics everywhere. Mm-hmm. People were passing out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was very, very hot. Um, <clears throat> I was dying. And in the tent is worse because it's like... You know, we had all the sides up and we're trying to get like a cross breeze going. I had like. You had the trees around you too. Yes. But the shade wasn't hitting my tent though. It was like just beyond it. Like my wife was going to sit in the the shade though. I was sitting in front of the tent, which kind of made some shade. Mm -hmm. But like, oh my God. Was it hot? <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to do. It was because you just have to sit there because it doesn't stop. No. Um, it no. was it, it was great, though. It was definitely worth it. Um, but I can't do it this year because I have a wedding to shoot that <sighs> weekend. But you know what? Part of me is actually a little glad because mm. I was like, what are the chances that it goes so well again? Like, you have to bring so much stuff. Like, you invest a lot of money to mm. be there. Um, and if it rains and nobody comes, like... Yeah. Now you're just, you got all that stuff. Now, your photography is what you sell at the markets and that. Are, is it all new stuff or are they prints from, because I just keep looking at that, uh, your Volkswagen, the the van. I love that picture. <laughs> Thanks. That's a, that's a bestseller. It has been I, for years. I shot that in 2020. Yeah. I love love that picture, and I do remember seeing that in your booth. Thanks. So, like, for example, if I were to do, like, the Walkerville Night Market, mm-hmm. I'll put that up, and because it's, like, one of the best sellers, I might sell it once that night, and the Walkerville Night Market's a great market, too. Mm-hmm. So I might sell that once, probably sell, like, you know, five pieces and, and a handful of prints. But at Art in the Park, it's, like, you, like, I had to have, like, eight of those. Oh. And every, like, hour or so, you're, you're just swapping it out swap it's just so different than every other market um and like 
selling out isn't a bad thing, but you don't want to sell out on like the first day and then have nothing. But you also don't want to like waste too much money and build too many things. So I had a bunch of pieces I was trying out for the first time and I just made one. And then all the best sellers I just had like, I had one of my bins, my bins are over there with my pieces. And I had like one bin and it said like best sellers. And just like every time one sold, you could like (laughs) grab another one until we ran out of them. But yeah, it was, it was fantastic, which I was happy about. I really liked seeing at Art in the Park that it was the majority of local businesses, which is never local businesses. It's always from all over Ontario. And it's supposed to be local handmade things Mm -hmm. and in years past they would have like like i like i didn't get in one year and i know other people who didn't get in one year like in the past years and then i go there and like somebody's selling baby clothes that are made in china oh yeah that's not that's not art Mm -hmm. you know you just buy you're just selling it like that doesn't you know it's supposed to be and this year was great yeah it was all just like handmade especially from people in windsor Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it was nice to walk around and say, hey, 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 you know, everybody it was it was great. I mean, there was a few way back in the day that they weren't from Windsor, but they came every year. So you knew that their booth was going to be there. And that was nice because then you get to know them. But it's really nice to bring it back to the Windsor people. Yeah, like I don't mind if, if some people from out of town come, mm-hmm. but as long as they're making it. They need to yes. make it by hand. <laughs> <laughs> make it, take it, whatever, but don't order it online. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can't, like, not not there. That's not a reselling market. Um, no. I don't think so anyway. It's got to be, because, like, and there's so many good artists there. It's crazy. We. Uh, oh, it is. Something that helped me was I was next to um, uh, Branded. You know, oh, okay, booth. yeah. Dave. Yeah. So that's, like, the busiest booth. That probably that probably is the busiest, mm-hmm. most popular booth at the entire in the park. Um, in my opinion, I think so. It's insane how many people come because he just does like he like redesigns every old logo from Windsor in the past and sells it on shirts and pins and stickers. Yeah, and it's just like being <laughs> next to him is is really nice for your booth because everybody's like looking for it even, mm-hmm. and they like ask for like shirts that like oh I want this shirt and this shirt and he has them or. He used to have them. It's crazy. It's cool to watch how busy he is. <laughs> I love his shirts and the pins, and it just brings me right back. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he does a great job with that stuff for sure. He really does, because you can't tell the difference. You can't tell that it's reproduced. No. Because I used to have that wheels roller skating shirt when I was like eight or nine. <laughs> so it looks the same. I used to go there when I was a kid. Um, that place was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. i think it closed when i was like in probably like the second or third grade Ah. like the early 2000s um because it was fun yeah that was a cool spot (laughs) (laughs) we need that again i know i feel like windsor has so many more people now um than it did even in like the last 10 or 15 years Mm -hmm. they're like we could maybe have something like that again yeah we need to start bringing back the old stuff like we have a lot of stores and we have a lot of restaurants and bars but we need stuff to do Mm -hmm. and i think roller skating is would be fun it's been on the uprise in popularity for the last little while Mm -hmm. i think people would go i think so if people went before like (laughs) windsor gets a lot of new 
residents every month mm-hmm. um, for the last little while, which is great. Um, and like our county and all those cities like uh, Tecumseh and all these yeah. places are expanding and their suburbs are growing and that's good for everything here. So Oh, for sure. Yeah. So start bringing stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll start one because we keep I, seeing to start a million things. <laughs> why not? Add, add something else to the business. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's pretty much it for everything that I wanted to discuss. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, thank you for coming on. It was great chatting with you. It was so nice to finally meet you. Yes, you too. <laughs> uh, tell everybody where they can follow your stuff. I am on Instagram at YQG and Bloom Podcast, and also Facebook. And you can find me on YouTube, RSS, any Spotify, any of the podcast platforms, and. I do have the website ykgandbloom.com, but I haven't updated it in a while. It's just new, so. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Trace, for coming on. It was thank nice you so much. Really meet you for the first time. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Actually, that that was the least nervous I've been. Yeah? Yes. <laughs>